Hello, everybody. Welcome to the X Factor with the Crypto Hipster for the week ended September 22nd, 2022. Today is the first day of autumn. And uh, we, I welcome you. And before I, I get into what I get into each week, the news um, from around the world, I want to bring you uh, a couple things, a couple announcements. We are, I am. The Crypto Hipster, and I am sponsoring um, digital sponsor to the Litecoin Summit, which is coming up um, in a few weeks. It is in Las Vegas. You can get your tickets now. Uh, Litecoin.net um, forward slash summit. It's the uh, Litecoin Summit 2022 in Las Vegas. And uh, it's going to be an amazing, amazing, amazing event. The other announcement is that also sponsoring the uh, the Black Arrow uh, Block Bali conference in uh, November 25th, 2022 in Bali, Indonesia. I will not be there. I wish Bali, from what I understand, I've never been, is a beautiful place. And if you are in the area, uh, make sure you check it out. Um, check out the conference, then check out the beach. So let's get into our news for the uh, for the day from around the world and uh, a big news, a big a big event is the CF, CTFC, and we're starting in the U.S. CTFC, which is the commodity, uh, the U.S. Commodity Futures Trading Commission, uh, has really been criticized because they made a decision that is not popular. Uh, they filed a federal civil enforcement action against members of the decentralized autonomous organization DAO, Uki DAO, over digital asset trading violations. Yesterday, Thursday, the CFTC stated that um, it filed and then simultaneously settled charges against the founders of B0X also for their role in illegally offering leveraged and margin retail commodity transactions in digital assets. Now, what's the deal with Uki? Um, you know, basically the CFTC alleged that Uki DAO operated uh, the same software protocol as B0X and violated some, uh, some laws. Um, and um, whatever those laws are, basically, they're saying that, and this is a bad precedent, or could be a bad precedent, that the liability for DAO token holders could be based on their governance, which means that anybody who has a DAO token who is involved in governance could be liable, which means basically you can't hold a DAO token, which makes no sense. Uh, DAOs are you know, an excellent alternative to the traditional corporate board structure. And so this is something to be followed, how uh, th this plays out. Also in the U.S., um, this is a big deal because I interviewed this company. BTC mining firm, Bitcoin, Bitcoin Core mining firm, Compute North, filed for bankruptcy. Uh, Compute North has filed for Chapter 11 amid growing pressure on the firm due to the effects of crypto winter, which is what we're going through right now. It's winter 2.0 actually, but, and also rising energy costs. Okay. The, um, 
firm CEO, Dave Perel, has stepped down but remain on the board. Why do they do that? When the CEOs fail, they stay on the board. I don't get it. But anyway, um, you know, so they filed for bankruptcy in the Southern District of Texas. And we'll have to see what happens. You know, I interviewed them last year, over a year and a half ago. Uh, what I really liked about that was, you know, at the time we talked about, um, you know, a lot of the environmental uh, accusations about Bitcoin, which just weren't true. You know, centralized data centers like Amazon, Alibaba, um, take up way more energy use than Bitcoin. But um, Bitcoin obviously is affected by the energy prices. So um, unfortunately, uh, they declare chapter 11. So moving on, we're going to go to stay in the Americas and we're going to go to Argentina. Um, there's a company called Bitso and it introduced crypto QR payment tool in Argentina. Uh, so we'll start rolling out the payment tool in September of this month and will allow wallet users to pay with crypto at physical stores via QR codes from Mercado Pago, Modo, and others that are authorized by the Argentina Central Bank. This is going to be a theme today that the central banks are trying to get more involved. Um, but using a QR code and um, they'll be able to, people will be able to pay, you know, at supermarkets, restaurants, and other stores around the country. And uh, people are saying that it's an alternative to the peso, which is, which is great. Um, so going over to Europe, we're going to go first with the UK. The UK government has introduced a bill aiming at empowering authorities to seize freeze and recover crypto okay remember what i said about the central banks um getting more involved this week so king charles the new king uh, has announced the bill in both houses of the uk and parliament say it was aimed at tackling illicit finance reducing crime and helping businesses grow uh the economic crime and corporate transparency bill in parliament as a part of efforts to drive dirty money out of the country. The bill contained provisions for cutting down on red tape around confidentiality liability and granting law enforcement the authority to compel businesses to hand over information which could be related to money laundering or terrorist financing, including crypto. What they should do is about a year ago, there were some people who were caught uh, in the airport in the UK, smuggling gold bars um, in their butts. Um, and so you can say any kind of money can be laundered. Um, crypto has transparency to see where it's going. So I don't know what they're going with that. But hey, what do you think? You know, what do you think? Why is crypto still getting a bad rap um, when it shouldn't be? So moving over to the Netherlands. Coinbase has entered the Netherlands with central bank approval. U.S. bank, um, U.S.-based cryptocurrency exchange Coinbase continues its aggressive expansion in Europe with the latest regulatory approval coming from the land of tulips, which Netherlands, I, I knew that there was tulip mania back in the 1500s, but I didn't know it was Netherlands. Anyway, it's good to know. 
Coinbase announced Thursday that it would receive registration from the Nederlandse Bank, the central bank, central bank of the Netherlands. The regulatory approval allows Coinbase to offer its retail and institutional crypto products in the Netherlands. According to official DMB records, Coinbase is a major international exchange that is approved by Dutch Central Bank to operate crypto services alongside local crypto firms. So, okay, that's great news. Awesome. What do you think? Think uh, there's room for expansion in Europe? If so, what will that look like? Who are the players? Is how's it going to affect people like Binance who are global? And so that's the Netherlands, Russia. Got to talk about it. Russian officials approved to use of crypto for cross-border payments. Um, the Bank of Russia and the country's Ministry of Finance have reportedly reached an agreement allowing cross-border settlements in cryptocurrencies. According to a report yesterday, lots of activity yesterday, but according to a report yesterday from Commerzant, Russia's Deputy Finance Minister Alexei Moisev said the government department has agreed on the whole with the central bank over a rule that would let residents send cross-border payments using cryptocurrencies. The proposed policy change was aimed at allowing Russian nationals access to digital wallets. Just three months ago, they, they, uh, the central bank had, there had announced the ban. So they are shifting. They're shifting their policy toward allowing the cryptocurrency. Um, and you can make an argument that it's due to um, the current war status and the longer time frame than they maybe had thought they would be in Ukraine. Um, keep an eye on that. So what are your thoughts? What do you think? Let us know. Well, let me know. And then I'll let us know. So if that makes any sense. Asia. Let's move on to Asia. Okay, the first place to talk about Asia is overall Asia. And then we'll get into the countries. According to a report, NFT's biggest on-ramp to crypto in Central, Southern Asia, and Oceania, a report. So, according to a Wednesday chain analysis post titled Crypto Adoption Studies in South Asia, Soars in the Southeast, the NFT-related actions have accounted for 58% of all web traffic going to crypto services from the region in the second quarter of 2022. Meanwhile, another 21% of the traffic in the quarter went to websites of play-to-earn blockchain games. With major titles including, well, we know this one, Axie Infinity, also Stepin and Battle Infinity. Um, chain analysis noted that Play to earn blockchain games are intimately related to NFTs, as most feature in game items in the form of NFTs that can be sold on marketplaces like Magic Eden and OpenSea. So, um, CSAO chain analysis report said um, the CSAO is the region, South, uh, Central, South Asia include India, Thailand, Vietnam, Australia, Singapore, Philippines, and Indonesia, and are home to seven of the top 20 countries in crypto, in the Chain Analysis Crypto Adoption Index. 
So central banks looking to do more control in, in the US and Western Europe, while uh, Asia has full on crypto adoption. How do you think this is gonna look in a year? What do you think um, they are embracing it in Asia? So let's go move on to Korea, South Korea. Korean crypto bank partners with Block Daemon to offer retail staking services. So Delio, the crypto-focused finance company Delio, has partnered with Block Daemon to launch a retail-focused staking services. Interest for retail, which is great. Giving customers a more seamless way to earn rewards on their digital asset holdings. Delio Staking Services expand its existing crypto bank offerings, which include lending deposits and deposit accounts. The company announced Thursday. A new service offering is powered by blockchain infrastructure provider Blockdaemon, who provides a suite of institutional staking products. So an exchange is working with an institutional organization to provide interest earning opportunities for retail. How does you how do you think that differs in the US and why is Korea doing it right? Moving on, we move on to Japan. In Japan, I just interviewed a man in Japan a couple of days ago, James Ryan, and that was an amazing conversation. So, Japanese banking giant Nomura launches digital ecosystem VC arm. Nomura, one of the largest investment banks in Japan, has established a venture capital arm aimed at investing in companies focusing on crypto and blockchain. On Wednesday, Nomura said the business named Laser Digital will provide new value in the area of digital assets for clients under the Swiss-based holding company, Laser Digital Holdings AG. The investment bank said it chose Switzerland based on its robust regulatory regime for digital assets and blockchain projects, in addition to potentially recruiting talent. So here's, a, here's an Asian company that is partnering with Switzerland, who has a very um, positive uh, regulatory framework for crypto. And we'll see how that goes. And staying in Asia, going on to Hong Kong, the Hong Kong Monetary Authority provides update on retail CBDC, central bank digital currencies, that may become a DeFi on-ramp. Okay, The Hong Kong Monetary Authority published a paper outlining the state of research on its proposed retail central bank digital currency and plans for its further development. This is the third paper that HKMA has published on the e-crypto central bank, e-Hong Kong dollar, really, as uh, the proposed RCBDC would have a two-tier structure consisting, consisting of a wholesale interbank system and the retail user wallet system. No wholesale Hong Kong CBDC has been introduced yet, but research began in 2017. Four years ago, five years ago, actually now, um, the paper notes that while it appears the e Hong Kong dollar might not have an imminent role to play in the current retail payment market, we believe prospective use cases for e Hong Kong dollar can emerge quickly out of the rapid evolution or even revolution in the digital economy. So why will 
Hong Kong's digital revolution succeed or why do you think it might fail? Now we move on to the Middle East and we have two countries to look at there. The first is Israel. Israeli crypto exchange receives capital markets license in country first. Israeli-based crypto exchange of bits of gold became the first crypto firm in the country to receive a license from the Capital Markets Authority. As a result of attaining the license, bits of gold will be able to store digital currencies through secure custody in a bits of gold wallet they have been working on for quite some time. It will start providing a service that enables banks and other financial institutions to connect its digital asset service. So, recently authorities in Israel have been putting restrictions on cash payments in the country as it tries to combat illegal activity and drive a transition to digital payments within the country. I'll say that again. Authorities in Israel have been putting restrictions on cash payments in the country as it tries to combat illegal activity and to drive a transition to digital payments within the country. What they're saying is digital payments um, are uh, more transparent, they are uh, more trackable, and um, they um, are the opposite of what legislators and bankers in the U.S. say. So that's really compelling and interesting. Let me know your thoughts. And then moving on to Iran. Iran to begin crypto royale, CBDC trial, CBDC trial, central bank digital currency again, despite possible lack of infrastructure. The central bank of Iran will make a pilot launch of a central bank digital currency um, this week. The Iranian Chamber of Commerce has announced the so-called crypto royale has been in the planning stage for several years. The launch was originally planned for November, and the CBDC was intended to help improve financial inclusion and function as a powerful tool to the CBI to compete with other stable coins globally. Experts in the country had concerns about the business preparedness to use the central bank digital currency, but they understand that digital wallets and the effect um, there is an effect on banks, and their their aim is to counteract corruption that is pervasive in Iran in the cash system. So that is the update for the news around the world. So a lot of involvement, a lot of a lot of central bank currencies being uh, pursued. Uh, some from a perspective um, of freedom from uh, terrorism, freedom from, uh, you know, for the government to to track better and then others you know the danger line there is uh surveillance um you know crossing that surveillance line but um it looks like some areas are focusing on cleaning up corruption and other areas are focusing on surveillance what do you think how do you think that's going to play out play out and um it'll be interesting to see over time what happens let me know your thoughts so that's the news wrap for the week. Join me for my podcast on the Crypto Hipster Podcast. This is the X Factor 
why the shows are a regular crypto hipster podcast and that's on anchor.fm forward slash crypto dash hipster dash podcast my episodes can be heard on apple amazon spotify and anchor and i'll see you next week